0: Hey, ladies and gents, welcome back to the Relax Running Podcast. Tyson Popplestone here. If it's your first time here, I'm a running technique coach based out of Victoria in Australia, and this is a show committed to bringing you insight into the best of the best in the world of distance running. So, whether you're a, a brand newbie, you're just trying to figure out how to get started, whether you've been around for years, we're talking to coaches, we're talking to runners, we're talking to physios, nutritionists podiatrists, who else can you put in that category? Everyone who's anyone. So if you're trying to figure out how to navigate your way through this sport or get an advantage over your opposition, that's what I'm trying to bring to you. Save you a little bit of the guesswork so you can get stuck into the stuff that really works. But today, we're going to do something slightly different because the Olympic Games have just finished. It's Tuesday at the time that I'm recording this. The Olympics finished on Sunday. And uh, man, we saw some of the most mind-blowing performances over these couple of weeks in the games. And me and my best mate, James O'Connor, were speaking to each other on a daily basis, chatting about the things we've loved, the things that we wished we saw. Um, and I thought, what better way to celebrate the end of these games than getting together and having a chat about middle distance running, middle to long distance running. We got a particular focus on a couple of the Australian athletes, but we naturally venture out into the uh, into the other athletes who just blew our mind when it came to this, uh, James, or more affectionately known as Jocker, is a super knowledgeable bloke in the subject of uh, distance running. I tried to tell him, for those of you who have been listening to the podcast, that um, for, for since the beginning, you know who the guru is. I tried to build his confidence at the start of this to say that he is as knowledgeable as the guru, but he refused to accept that. Um, so, Guru, if you're listening, he's a uh, he's a, in his opinion, not so worthy substitute. However, he did a fantastic job. Um, we uh, uh, we've been mates for 20 years. We ran together competitively all through high school, and we've both just got a love and a passion for the sport of distance running. So it was a really enjoyable conversation for us, and uh, I know we enjoyed ourselves. So I'm I'm really hoping that you guys are going to enjoy this one as well. If you want to hear more from James, he's actually a football coach, and he, uh, if you happen to be involved in the footy world or you know someone who needs a bit of help with their footy, uh, with their football work, jump over to the Footy Coach on Instagram and give him a little bit of love. Let him know you heard him. He's a man of many talents, it turns out. Before we get into the actual podcast, just want to remind you that this episode is brought to you by the one and only Earshots. I got on board with earshots headphones about a month and a half two months ago now because my old headphones were doing my head in i saw these guys advertised i checked out their website and i saw that They had this magnetic technology which means the headphones aren't going to fall out of your ear. They've got Bluetooth capabilities which means I can chat on the phone if that's what I choose to do on a run. Not much of a chatter on the phone when I run. But I'm just saying if you're trying to do business at the same time as you run, you've got that possibility with these guys. They're durable and they just stick in your ears. They're ones that I hate it when my headphones are bouncing around and I can't just focus on the running component of my run. The sound is clear. They're stable. Uh, I, I can't speak highly enough. Of these headphones, and the good news is, if you're on the hunt for a new pair of headphones yourself, check out Earshots and enter the coupon code Relaxed10 to get yourself a 10% discount, guys. Wouldn't lie to you, these are uh, these are the ultimate when it comes to the world of headphones, and I'm excited to share them as a sponsor. So that is Relaxed10 to get yourself a 10% discount on your first purchase with them. But hey, let me get out of your way, introduce, introduce, you know what I'm trying to say, introduce myself and my best mate, James O'Connor, recapping the 2020, or is it 21? I can't remember, Olympic Games in Tokyo. So I'm joined with my uh, greatest mate, with my best man from the wedding, and I I put him in the category of the guru when it comes to knowledge of athletics. just having a little bit of a chat to him before this podcast got started. I thought I was well-educated on the subject of distance running and the Olympics. I thought I was well and truly all over it. There's a number of things that I've just been educated on that I'm so excited to talk about. But what we wanted to do, and this is why I'm glad you're here, Jocka, because I, the Olympics have just finished. It's it's Monday, to, Monday, today, Monday today. Monday the night. So the Olympics finished yesterday with the marathon. And we've been on the phone pretty regularly over the last couple of weeks. I thought, bro, can we just have a little debrief? Can we have a little bit of a chat about what's been happening? Can we just can we just compare notes because I felt like our conversations over the phone were were I felt like they were insightful to me. <laughs> so I would hang up and I was like, wow, there's so much to learn. But it's hard to even know where you start. So I've got I've got two columns here. I've got men and women. Perhaps we need to add another column to this. <laughs> That's a whole other conversation. But what I want to talk about was the the Aussie performances the international performances, people from all other countries, I thought, you know what, let's just start at the very, very beginning.
1: Welcome, have you, you've been on here before, welcome I, I, back. Yeah, I, I think it was November 2019, no, 2019? Yeah. It was right at the start. 2019, right at the start, yeah, good chat. No, it's great to be back, Tyce. Um, hell of a two weeks of sport. Oh, I have watched so much Olympics, and as you know, athletics is the best, and i um, Shit, what a hell of an Olympic Games. There were stacked races, left, right and centre, performances that will go down in history. Man, like, holy moly. It was was some... And it's Aussies doing some great stuff too, which was great to see. You know, any Aussie in a race just gets you all fired up, doesn't it?
0: It's so... I was was slightly... Here's my thing. When the Olympics started, I was was excited about a couple of the Aussies and that was about it. And I was slight... I hadn't really watched much. And I got home... And I was on Facebook, and I saw you made a status going Olympics on TV. How good the Olympics or something? And I was like, maybe I should give this a bit more of a go. So I flicked it on, and I, I always struggle to get into the swimming a little bit. So I think for I me, love the swimming. I know you yeah. do. I know you do, yeah. which is why I think you're a couple of days yeah. advanced on because me. But by
1: athletics, I'm primed. Well, athletics. that's what I noticed yeah. as yeah.
0: soon as I saw that athletics track. It's game on. It's game on. Yeah, it's game on. Yeah. And
1: uh, bro, well, okay, let's just let's jump straight into it. Can I can I jump straight into first night athletics? Yes. We got to go to a moment in Australian sport will go down in history, Pat Tiernan's. Like, wasn't it just an incredible, I've never seen, actually, I've never actually seen that happen before, get staggers. I've seen it in marathons. Like, there's a famous one in 84. Who was that chick who stumbled across, I can't remember her name, but it was like 84, she was just weaving across the track and, oh. um, and she made it. But, I've never seen, I've never seen someone stack it like that twice and he looked in sorts. But, just to just to jump to back to a lap or two earlier, mate. He was having the best ten k I've probably seen from Aussie yet mail for, God knows how long.
0: I was I was watching the race, and at the start line, I, I saw Paddy Tiernan, I, I know how much of a quality athlete, Aussie record holder. I knew his gun. I thought in a field like that, if if he can be anywhere near the front for it was any stacked. amount of time,
1: it was stacked. Stacked. You had the ten k road and um track world record holders in there you had medalists you had
0: guns and not to mention the 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 weather the weather was what was making me most nervous because i thought i put tin in the category of put him in the right race and i reckon he can beat the australian record that he already holds i just think he's that quality athlete and every time i've seen him run a 10k and especially when he ran his 10k national record i thought all right there's there's a lot more in the league so i thought when i saw the temperature was i think it was above 30 yeah on the night that they were lining up, I thought, oh, mate, I hope this is a slow race. Yeah. Just because of the fact that if you want to be competitive with, especially yeah. the Africans who have grown up in weather, which is hot, yeah. and they're a lot more comfortable with it. I don't know about humidity. That would have been a whole other factor. Sure. Mm. But he just laid it on the line. And I called you the day after, <clears throat> and we were chatting, and we were talking about how with, with say, not to mention 800 metres to go, with four laps to go, I was looking at him, mm-hmm. looking at his face, his technique was smooth. Yep. Yep. His face was composed. Yep. He was in the top ten and half a mm. second behind the leader. And I was thinking, Paddy
1: Tin, yeah. what what are you about to do? Well, it was interesting. I um, I thought that a couple laps to go when he was on that pack, and I was sort of yelling at the TV by that time stage <laughs> numerous times. <through> the <laughs> week. Um, but I was yelling at st- I, I, because the pace wasn't fast really in comparison to the world record clearly, but it was probably fast for the conditions or fast enough. But um, it was. At that point, I thought, you know my thing. I, I I would have loved to have seen him get to the front at least. And then, because the last lap's a sprint, so you might as well get a couple of metres head start with these blokes. Or, or sit at the front of the pack. Don't give a, yourself a handicap. But he was just having a poker face. Was Obviously, he was dying inside. He looked, he looked comfortable enough. Watching song, he looks pretty pretty comfortable, as as they all did at that point a bit. And yeah. then the sprint happened, and and then he fell off, and I was just fine. But then, when the replay showed him... Coming down the stretch, I've never seen like, yeah, never seen it like it. I'm trying it's to remember crazy. what happened exactly.
0: It surely didn't go to an ad break at that stage. You get it up on YouTube. Yeah, I really I, want I'm to see to that last lap because there was okay. So I remember 800 meters to go. I was saying to my wife, I was saying to Jesse, I was like, babe, this is Paddy Tien against the best of the best. And as you said, if he could, if he could gap him or wind him up, which at that time, which at that point in time, I was thinking he was going to be able to do. Yeah. Absolutely anything could happen. But then it just was was he there with a lap to go?
1: Um, was... Oh, he was off the back, I think, by then. I'll just have to watch the replay again, but I'm pretty sure he was... Oh, this is a pretty average video, but... Um... Cutting in and out a bit. So where's that? Oh, no, it's not the best video. So that's... Oh, there, so he's... That's...
0: oh okay. So the video... Uh, okay, we can't really not a great a video. video. The video we found was just a... I think it's like a little bit of a highlight reel, but it missed what we were talking about. But I'm pretty sure, as you find that... <coughs> Paddy Tiernan was—I reckon he was there with with five hundred to yeah, go. Yeah, I reckon about that. Yeah, and then it, even and if then he, he just, if well, he finished in the top ten, fantastic, best race of his fantastic. life. Fantastic, yeah. Um, I I can't imagine what your body must be going through because you you and I I reckon our like this is one the clock and you can't even really compare it to an Olympic ten k final. Yeah, but remember me, you, old mate, Kale. Yeah. Um, uh, out in Malakuta, we're about 15 years old, yep. and we just went out for a 35k run, which was probably yeah. 25k's better than we'd <laughs> ever run before. Yeah. And that was the most exhausted I'd ever been, yeah, and I, I didn't feel like
1: I was necessarily losing my legs like that. Yeah, no, I, I, I was a little bit, yeah, a little bit iffy on the last bit when you and me were just slogging out the last few k's. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, we didn't, we definitely didn't. So we didn't get to that point. But that was just a, like a, a run, just trying to survive, wasn't it? But he was. Yeah, it was it was it was almost odd. And and I'm probably glad he didn't not glad, but I think it was probably the right decision not to do the 5k 4 yeah. days later. I can't see his body. Oh, no way. Again, I think he would have just been a mess out there. Cuz um, he was entered for both. He, wasn't he? was. Yeah, yeah and he didn't run. It's too much. I don't think he was worth. it, I think it was a good decision. But he would take He'll probably take a good couple of weeks to recover from that, I think. Before, oh, hundred I can't see him doing PB runs this weekend you know like after that No nah, that's a good point yeah it
0: would have been would have been crazy yeah. to, to see him line up and we're gonna yeah. get to that later with Hassan as we talk about that oh, we, man. Man. But we, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna hold that because I want that to be on the highlight reel of this conversation um but yeah it was a it was a, it was such an emotional roller coaster for me because I was watching that going obviously he's been on the show I'm a big fan of the bloke I love him yeah. I love his hustle I've loved his breakthroughs um, and just a big fan of him in general. So to, to go from that high of, oh, my God, he could finish in the top five if he knows this last lap to, oh, please finish. Because th- that last 60 metres, I was like, oh, oh, no, what's happened? like I, I must <laughs>
1: admit, originally, this is just my emotions. I might be a bit weird, but I was actually a little embarrassed for him at first. I was like, oh, it's awkward, like yeah. on the big stage, biggest stage. But then uh, after I had another walk and I was probably like the rest of Australia, like, oh, man, that's unbelievable getting up from that, like, mm-hmm. and finishing the race and, and how hard he pushed it, like... I bet you he probably pushed harder than anyone in that race, and that's what it's all about, isn't it? Getting the absolute yeah. best out of yourself, and he did that that day. Like
0: I, I rewatched the highlight he, he the day get, after.
1: You can go home happy with that. But yeah. You can't, yeah. That I was thinking exact same thing.
0: Not, yeah, it's sort of funny. Happy, but not happy, you know. Well, yeah. Happy. Well, this is. I feel like the one of the themes of our our friendship over the years is like, especially you. You've yeah. always loved that pre Fontaine factor, especially yeah. when it comes to okay, if you you don't have the sprint finish to match it with yeah. these guys lay yourself on the line, and do your. and I think with that in mind um he's he's ticked all the James O'Connor boxes but obviously <laughs> with the and me too but uh the the one thing he fell short on obviously was just being able to hold on it's a that, shame that last yeah, 50 yeah, meters, couple of on oh, short of what it was yeah
1: now that's spot on I um, yeah I just think and yeah I think the races and the athletes are, I really just get around and and it'll probably be pretty evident when we talk a few races i think it's just about doing your best performance on the day mm. and 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 showing that bit of courage and being brave um i was actually just on um instagram of um of savannah sayings before and i just i started following her of course because i'm just total fanboy at the moment <laughs> yes. um but like she talked about being brave and, and going about you know going into that olympics and a lot of people were like what are you doing like you're doing this three events I, I was one of them. cooking them um we're gonna talk about that double she did last Monday, which was just out of this world. Um, but yeah, so I just I just love to see your best performance, lay it all out there, leave it all on the track. Mm-hmm. Don't go walking back to the to the sheds after the after the race and go, oh geez, I could have pushed it here, or gone there. Yeah. And...
0: It was such a strange race as mm. well. Like mm. I feel like, yeah, in the especially as Aussies, the yeah. the highlight reel of Patty Tin and yeah. if you get, who was the Ugandan bloke? It was the strangest start to a race, um, It was. Uh, I I didn't know if he was just
1: planning to be pacemaker. Well, yeah, it must have been. He pulled out, so it must have been. He must have been told to... But they didn't follow him. But I was loving his work. I I actually, in my head, I was like, you know, gap him. Like, you could probably Mm -hmm. get a couple hundred meters on these boys because they weren't following you. You get a couple hundred meters in a 10K race, good luck trying to wind that back with any any decent runner. That's so true, Uh, especially when it's an African boy. You go, I'm going to take this seriously. I thought same thing. (laughs) I thought, this is a Ugandan. Like, this is (laughs) East Africa. Like... I was like, uh, boys, uh, <laughs> yeah. boys.
0: He's probably got a 27, for, for, for all, all you 26, know, next to me like, there's plenty of,
1: plenty of Kenyans and Ethiopians have come out of nowhere and just won world, like the greatest one was probably, we'll talk about it in a minute, but Chip Chogi when he won 03 world oh. title. Like, he came out of nowhere. Like, yeah. an 18 year old. See, I wouldn't let any of those boys go if, if you were, and they, they, they did actually really reel him in a, a bit. They, they, the eventual winner, um, he was the one who led the, led the charge to reel him back in because, yeah, Goes to show that he had plenty of running in him that day. Well
0: it was interesting because I was I was putting myself in the mindset of the athletes who were in the chase pack and I know how early it was, but similar to what you just said, like East African, I know the quality athletes that you're gonna have to beat to make that Ooh, team. Yep. Um I was thinking my rule was, alright, this guy, if I was if I was one of the Ethiopians or Kenyans or whatever in the field, he's not getting any more than a hundred metres ahead of me. Because a hundred metres ahead by eight K, it's a lot to close in, but yep. I thought, okay, like cyclists know when you're in the peloton um and more than when you're in the peloton it's also when you're in just that follow pack you've got a little bit there's something that adds a little bit of juice to your legs you get dragged around at a faster pace without even realizing it yep but um yeah well he was out by i'm guessing here but it was like three or four k maybe he didn't go around for yeah. No, it was past i reckon halfway
1: ish or something like that yeah he yeah. pulled out it was a bit funny i didn't love that <laughs> pulling out like um i don't think he need i i'm sure they would have been on a saucer a good runner like to 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 run the whole way and just do the leading but anyway and it made me wonder how much these guys value the olympics
0: but like, i know yeah, that's a weird question yeah. um but like obviously you and i growing up that our yeah. ultimate dream when yeah. we were 14 15 me 21 <laughs> was yeah. to run at the olympics and um i i i could be reading too far into it but i, I looked at a number of athletes who won um Who's an example? Like, uh, I don't know, what's the bloke's name who he ended up winning the, the 10K as well, this this Ethiopian guy? Oh, I should ask his name. i, up. I, I blanked no. on his name. Um, but I looked at his face after, and he's just like, oh, just another win. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. and I know you could have poker face on, but it's, uh, yeah, it's just really interesting to see the different responses that people in an event that we valued so highly had, um, you know, especially when they're taking home the Olympic gold medal. But uh, nonetheless, Olympic champs is Olympic champs. But it was just, um, yeah, it's just really interesting to see. The ten k is only one of the races as well. I'm glad we kick started with that one, but the 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 other race that I want to get to, and we'll f- we'll focus on the boys for a minute here because, um, oh
1: well, far well out. I can't I think, wait to talk about the women. It I, was oh man, well I, I, it's
0: almost trying to save the best um, of life,
1: especially with Hussain. Barrega, How's that pronounced? It I haven't. I don't know a hell of a lot about him to be honest. Well, this um, is just the thing that trips me um, and, and he upset, uh, yeah, Guy. yeah, I I Chepka didn't look quite right, did he? And I thought for a guy holds the world record. I thought sorry, let's go back to ten k. But I thought he would have cleared out and and won the race. Like sort of wound it up. But he got second, I guess, in the end. Win the five k, which is yeah, it's a pretty good double. But, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I did think. Oh, I thought he sort of missed his chance to really win that race. But you know, he did back it up with a magnificent five k a week later. So yeah,
0: yeah, bloody earth. Can we go? Can we go to our boys? Our uh, I'm going to say our boy for this one. Yeah. Our boy Peter Ball. Yeah, well, yeah. Because, well, yeah, because eight hundred meters, obviously, we had a we had Charlie Hunter, we had Jeff Risley, but the man of the moment was was clearly Peter Bolt. Do you just yeah. want to? Can you walk us through? You said something interesting to me on the phone the other day. You said I didn't realize that we were dealing with such a, an elite athlete. Uh, no, in, and bro, no. I echoed your words. I yeah. said, and I've been
1: following this guy pretty closely. I was yeah. like, you know, he's, he's all right. One of the things I want to say is hats off to Justin Rinaldi, his coach. <sighs> he got this guy. Like, I think for me, it was just his mindset. He got him so wound up that he could believe that he could win this race. And really, this guy was a nobody coming into this. He's just another decent runner um, on the world stage, I'm talking here. And and to get him in that mindset that we're going to try and win this thing, we're good enough to win, like, that's incredible, isn't it? And, and Peter looked like he just um, believed it. And, and and that's what propelled him ultimately to a top four finish, I think. like if he, if he didn't believe that he could win, say he believed, oh, I could probably make a final, he probably would have ended up in the semis. Mm-hmm. But because he chased to win... And to lead the bugger of a thing with, for, from 300 meters in all the way to the last 150 or 200, what it was, um, man, what a way. And a perfect way to run. Like the perfect way to run. It was slow. I, I would have loved to have seen it if the first lap for whatever reason, someone else had just pushed it a bit further and then went through and like say a high 50 or a 51, yeah. 53 something or 53 point what it was. I thought then, I thought, oh... Think he'd be better off a bit faster pace. Did you think the same thing? I did.
0: Yeah, just cause. Well, I thought that because I just know there's always some random sprinter. Yeah. And that was my fear. And I, from what I'd seen, I'd been so impressed through the heats. But the way that he ran his heats didn't suggest that he was a, a like a Bozakoski, as a blast yeah. from the past, as a bloke yeah. who just tries to sit at the back of the field yeah. and come around. I yeah, I must admit that when I saw the time um going through that lap i was i was a little bit like oh come on mate
1: hopefully you can pull something out yeah i was thinking hold on for the bronze but just yeah couldn't quite do it but hell of a performance um and i think yeah the world aligned a bit in the 800 like bruce was going through the whole thing we'll we'll give bruce some love in a minute (laughs) but um it was the 800 was so wide open and like what a chance to win a gold medal like there was no Rudisha rolling around a one forty one world record, you know. There was no bloody uh, Wilson Kipketer. You know, he didn't actually win a gold, but you know, no absolute legend rolling around to, to have to beat. You just had to beat a solid field. Yeah. Um, and and that's what gave Peter with a, a chance. Like, um, and he was right there amongst them. it. Was it was incredible for Australia and winning semi final the way he did. Like I was getting hyped up. People were thinking gold medal, but I still thought if you get a medal, it would be doing really well. Yeah, um, and it's true. Just missed.
0: It had the same vibe as the, the men's 100 metres in the sense that there was no Usain Bolt lining up. Yep, and, uh, same I, thing. Bro, yep. I, my favourite part of the Olympics was when <laughs> was when the um, Italian bloke, he got asked about, um, uh, it was like, oh, it's amazing that an American athlete or a Jamaican athlete uh, over the last few years hasn't won this athlete. Like It's not often that we see a white man win. And he goes. Uh, just a reminder that my dad's my dad's black. <laughs> and all the white boys in the world are like, oh damn it! Damn like it's... I thought we had a chance. Oh, I've got um... posters of Rowan Browning <laughs> on my wall. No, oh man, honestly, yeah. I almost had a couple of him up.
1: He he came out of nowhere again as well. Like I know he runs for Good Time in Australia, but to do a ten oh one in that heat, um, and I just saw, like I've mentioned to you, it was the most watched semi final like in Australia. Three point one million people all sport, tuned in. And all athletics, he was the number one that moment. He handled himself beautifully as People's well, just to, two, to throw right. a bit of yeah, to yeah, throw did. a bit of love towards yeah, the, the sprinters. Yeah. I didn't know we
0: were venturing down this way, but um to throw a bit of love at the sprinter. Man, he was uh, not only the way he raced, but just you get a vibe from someone when you hear them speak. And I heard yeah. him speak after that race. I thought, mate, mm. like he's just, he's got that headspace of I put him in the same category as, as Stewie. And he's just got so much belief in his ability to he do does. big things. Yeah. He didn't like he wasn't, and he, he looks wasn't good when he runs. He fantastic. looks fantastic.
1: Yeah, he looks pretty special. Um, I think he could make a final. I reckon, and I think like he didn't run it. You could just tell in that race that they, 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 you know, Tamson and Bruce got it spot on. I just think he just didn't nail a start. Because like anyone could see that. Yeah. He just didn't quite nail it, and he lost probably point one of a second, which cost him a final spot. Yeah. Um, but can I just touch on something? It, it is interesting, and you know, I. Yeah, oh, it's harsh on athletes. It's not harsh on athletes. It's just a re- reality. that when athletes talk about, like, some people probably walked away from Ron Browning's performance and it was just like, oh, I can't wait to see him in Paris in three years from now. There is no three years from now. No guarantees is what I'm trying to say. There is absolutely no guarantee that he will be healthy and fit. Um, there is... Every chance that he could be injured, missed out, not in the form. Like, you got to seize the moment, don't you? Yeah. you? really Peter Ball seized the moment. He, he, he did get a medal, but he seized it. He was in red-hot form in the right race um, and just went after it. Um, there is no tomorrow bit. Like you look, There's plenty of athletes. Poor old Jack Rayner. Done his leg, couldn't even run. Yeah. Like That can easily happen in this sport. Easily happen. And if anyone thinks you're just guaranteed a roll-up in Paris, then you're crazy. I think, this I think. Is, and this... it's three years away. It's a lifetime away. Rowan Browning might never be, I'm not picking on him, I'm just saying. But all athletes, you, you just, um, that's a lifetime away, even though it's a short period compared to usual. Yeah. But um, I think you've really got a season. I think Stewie summed up beautifully. I think it was Richo, um, uh, Richo isn't there, yeah, yep. he said to Stewie, oh, you know, this is going to be first of, I think it's like many Olympics and many you know, opportunities for a big career. And Stewie quickly fired back. He said, oh, you never know, you're only an injury away and you might not be the same again. And he's spot on. Yeah. And I want to, we're going to talk about Stewie's race big time. But I just want to say, Stewie's race reminded me a little bit of our good old mate, Buster Mottram. Now, Buster rolled into Athens, medal chance. He ran a 12.55, um, just lost Gebra about a month before. Similar to Stewie, he ran a 3.29 the other week. You know, 7.28, whatever else. Red hot, real medal chance. Got seventh, Buster got eighth. At, at Athens. in um, a couple of years later, you know, Buster... Let's hope Stewie can do the same. But Buster got the bronze. Then he won that... Probably my favourite race of all time was the Melbourne Com Games. By Beijing, what happened? Injured. Yeah. He didn't even get a chance to have a crack. He was injured in the two years leading up. I think it was Achilles problems. Never got the chance. The exact same thing could easily happen to Stewie when you're pounding out 200k's a week. flood out. All year round. So... That's just what I mean. Like these athletes, I and mean, they know it. There's not enough. They don't need any more pressure. They know it. Most of them do. But I think, yeah, you just gotta seize it because this these opportunities don't come around again. Yeah. Like yeah, it's a really good point. Know? I was
0: actually I was thinking something similar. Like we're in the same realm of conversation as this. In uh, in, in who had benefited from the delay in the Olympic start versus who had actually had a little bit of sting taken out of their legs. Yep. And I reckon there's a number of Australians, I'm going to guess that this raw I put it this way, I hadn't heard about Rowan Browning till this race. Yep. So I don't know what he was running last year. I can imagine he's one who's benefited from it. Peter Bowl, I'm not convinced that 12 months ago Peter Bol would have run the the times um and with the confidence that he's I run this it. year. Yeah. I also want to put Stewie in that category. Mm. He was pretty good last year. Uh, he was he was very good. Yeah but he hadn't oh well, he'd he done 339
1: he did a what a 30 a th- last year but yeah. it's a fair point you make it's and, a fair point ran you make and last year too yeah a that, pretty, that's a fair point yeah um but i think another 12 months experience didn't didn't hurt him yeah. yeah and
0: obviously he didn't have he didn't have his best race by any means but um but matt clark he's a an aussie steeplechaser he just qualified by the skin of his teeth um is <laughs> now an olympian but i think looking back 12 months ago there was no way that like he wasn't running 822 for for yeah, three k yeah. chase, which is which is what he ran to qualify i'm pretty sure so um but, but you're right you're spot on to say that there's just no guarantees about what's going to take place around the corner that's why i get iffy and i understand where people are coming from when they say this i like the confidence and I, I actually appreciate the mindset but i heard it was i'm pretty sure she was a 100 meter hurdler one of the aussie girls goes oh i'll definitely be in the final in paris and i was like look i i i know you're frustrated with your yeah, performance yeah I admire the
1: fact you're backing yourself, and so you should. You're a world-class yep. athlete, but you don't know that. Well, it's perfect. I think there's two things. I can, there's two ways, because um, you, it's almost like the, there's the athlete and coach's mindset, which I love. I, I love that comment. That's a ripping. If you're a coaching her, that is exactly how you want to. Absolutely on the money. An athlete, anything else will will serve you terribly. That is the best mindset. But as uh, as you and me are doing now, we're just we're just commentators talking about it and then recapping the Olympics. Yeah, absolutely. You are no guarantee. No, nah. history just shows that you are absolutely. There is no guarantees given to any of these athletes. They're going to be back in three years' time. Yeah, let, let alone a usual four year Olympiad. Um, and um, and that's just the reality. So from a, yeah, I, I love it as a coach, but as a um, as a yeah, as a comment, like a as a commentator or just a, a, a spectator, then we all know that that's not really the case.
0: Yeah, but one thing before we move on too much from the eight hundred, I, I want to run something past you, and I know you're an honest bloke, and I'm interested to get your feedback and your thoughts on this. So, one thing just to 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 add to the credibility that we've thrown Peter Bowles way, uh, rightly so, he's gone out. He sat in second for the heat. He came home. I think he won his heat. Australian. Oh no, no, he finished second in his heat. Closing. No, no, no. I think the first heat he was second. Oh, he, you, I think you might have be been too. And he slowed yeah, down, but he, he ran was. the Australian record, 144.1. That's right, he slowed down a bit. Yes. yes, and I was thinking, I wish he dipped. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. But he ran the most beautiful race. He put him, he ran like a man who, you said before, Ronaldo had, had primed him with yeah. his training. He had the mindset to back himself, and he got through to the semis. Exactly the same story in the semis. Went through, but won. Uh, beat uh, uh, literally a world-class Field of athletes, Clayton Murphy from the U.S. Had, I think he's run like one forty-three low, yeah. and he, in my books, was one to watch out for as a winner of yep. this of this race. Um, went out as we've established. I was so excited. I was driving home from Melbourne. I pulled over my car, got the Seven Channel Seven app out, pulled over in the car park, and, and watched this race. And was just I was yelling at my phone uh, just because the way he ran was so exciting. It was actually with about hundred and five meters to go. He was he had a heap of athletes on his shoulder, but he had enough. He had enough uh, composure to look like, or to make me think, I think he can still get a medal here. Yeah. Anyway, I admired it. Yeah. The one thing that you and I have spoken about, and this is no disrespect to the bloke of Jeff Risley because everyone knows the bloke is a legend. Like, we love the guy. I'm not knocking him in any yeah. regards there. Yeah. I admire his athletics. He's a 332 runner. He's a run footy, yeah. four man. There's no doubt in his ability to perform at a world-class level. The one thing I wish I had have seen him do... I. I would have loved and it's so if you listen Jeff I know it's so easy to sit here as an armchair critic I've never made an Olympics and it's so easy to analyse your race but the one thing I would have loved as a fan of Australian sport and Risley is to see him do what did. just sit yeah. up on your shoulder Yeah. avoid any potential trips falls yeah. um, a- avoid that 5 metre gap that you have yeah. to close in the last 400 metres with 144 next to your name with the kind of athlete that he is you think you're capable of qualifying for the final here.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, I just wish. I think I get frustrated like along with you. He's as a kid growing up, he's only a, a couple of yeah. About he's similar, three months older than me. Yeah, yeah. similar age to us. And yeah. um, probably the most talented thing I've ever seen. He was just freakish. Like he was smashing blokes, and belly training was the. We're yeah, Where is that time. category? Yeah. <laughs> and um, so he was a freak, and um, still running today. But yeah, I just. When you're in a semi-final, and, and, he, and he did well, he just sort of snuck into the final. And I think his heat race was similar. I didn't actually see his heat. but Into the semi-final. He in the semi- yeah. 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 And he just, I just think when you're sitting in the back, like you, you're you putting yourself into the risk of tripping over, which happened to him in the semi. Mm-hmm. Um, I just didn't see why he didn't run like a Peter Ball did. And I, in general, I must say, Aussie runners, middle distance runners, finally have learnt and they run magnificently I'd say 90% of them in terms of positioning themselves sort yep. of towards the front the girls like uh, Lyndon Hall and, and Hull run beautifully um, but so just, it just gives yourself a chance you get up the front you get a free run you sit off the first or sec, you know, sit second or third place you stay out of trouble it's not that difficult you're not running any slower or faster so there's not much energy to get there really yeah. Like, and I just think come the last 200 metres he's got to make up all this distance he's got to go around all these athletes just to qualify um, I don't know why you give these these Olympic runners a two three meter head start with two hundred to go, um, and you got to go around. It. And what happens? Of course, you trips. Over, the guy in front of him trips over with one fifty to go. Jeff's gone. Yeah. Once you try to jump over a bloke, you know, yes. you, you know, it's like eight hundred. You just you fall Arctic you can belly with your legs, let alone trying to recover from that. Unless your name's Safana San, <laughs> and um, and it's. Yeah, so I just I just disappointed with his tactics. I don't know who who actually coaches Risley. No, it's Rinaldi as well. It is Rinaldi wow, as well. Wow, that's interesting. Which I was surprised that's about. Surprise. That's interesting. I didn't know that. It's interesting. I um, i will be surprised if that was their tactic. I guess it had to be. Maybe Jeff feels really comfortable, but I think between having around blokes trying to jump blokes um, and skin give blokes head start, that's enough for me to say. And and I think the results. He's probably good as athlete as Peter Boll. There's not much difference. hundred percent. Very not much I difference. I totally agree. Um, and, and look at Peter Boll. Like, he had a magnificent Olympics and it's just, the tactics were just night and day, weren't they? So, yeah. I don't know. Maybe they're different comfortable, but yeah, I, I think Jeff is super talented. Oh, it's so true. And, and can I throw someone else into this? I, I wasn't, and this is, this goes back into our conversation a bit. Jai Edwards, I was screaming at the TV. I was unhappy and I said to my missus, um, Afterwards, I said, if I was his coach, I would give him the biggest bake of all time. Yes, I think his coach did him a beautiful job. He said, uh, who is he, Who's his coach? Uh, okay. Dick Telford. Yeah, I thought it was Dick. Yeah. Um, Dick, I'm sure, told him, stick in the first two or three. The first lap or two, I think, after have to watch the race, but the first lap or two, he's running beautifully in second. But then he was too soft and got muscled out of it. He got thrown down to about fifth or sixth. Then he got into the carnage, similar to Risley, bumping and boshing. And before you know it, he's spat at the back, misses the semis. Now, this goes back to he's too bloody good to be run out of the heats. He's a freak. 349. He beat Stewie not, beat Stewie cold at the Nationals. Yeah. And we're talking Stewie medals. So he's in that sort of that sort of form. He raced home Stewie in a three forty nine only a month ago. And now, this kid should know more than anyone what if, what it takes to get into form, and to get healthy. He hasn't run for three years prior to this. Like I think it was 18, 19, and 20. He was bloody broken down. He's one athlete's benefit from this yeah. extra year. He wouldn't been here two years ago, even though he's got all the talent in the world. And there's every chance he won't be there in Paris because he's injured again. So he had a huge moment. I was so disappointed for him. He's yeah. way too good for that. He is way too good. And if I was his coach, I would have given the biggest bake. If you ever get that soft again and let these guys push around, I would really give him a hard time so but,
0: was he physically I'm trying to think it he might. just got he
1: just got sort of he just let it happen let the race happen sure. to him and next thing you know you're a couple of paces back and he's in about fifth or sixth and I have to watch again, I haven't watched it twice but I think I mean, he got roughed up a bit I think with a few push and shoves around yeah. before you know it he's. I think he finished in sixth or seventh in his heat missed the semis which is just bullshit really he's better than that yeah. he's as good he's probably better than Ollie Hall. And look at Ollie Hoare made the final and speak of an athlete who ran proper, Oli, wow! Oh my gosh! Didn't I'm he like, run magnificent? we well and truly entrenched
0: in the uh, in the fifteen hundred. knew you we were, we were getting to it, and, and just to just to, to put a little closer on on Joy. Obviously, it's so hard. Sometimes it's hard. Like, and as an armchair critic, it's it's easy just to throw out yeah. our thoughts. And like, so Joy, if you're listening, mate, I bloody love you, and we, I'm cheering for you. And I've, I know you've got the most ridiculous talent to be able to make these finals. I to take his side slightly. Um, uh, because I don't disagree that he should have been in the final Had he had the right Olympics At least semis At I least thought, semis At least semis, yeah I, I wondered how much
1: the, the moment might have got to him as well Bad luck Bad luck yeah. Paris is You not, it might not be there, Joy. This is the one chance in your life A lot of other athletes are performing Why can't you? Yeah, sure. I, It's harsh eh? It's very harsh But go run into club If, you, if you're worried about stage too big like, this is the Olympics, you know. It's, a, it's like, I see. I know, yeah, I know you're, what I saying. You're a gun.
0: You're yeah, a gun. He's a gun. I just, I wonder how much that moment, even though I agree yeah. with what you're saying. Like, yeah, he's yeah. not and He's then-
1: not alone. He's not alone in, in failing. On, not, yeah, we did. Fail. Yeah, he, not performing at his best on the big stage. He's not alone. No, but I'm just saying, I was, as an Aussie supporter, I was so excited for him. I've seen what he'd done on the European, and, and I don't know how hell about that this bloke, but I just... Seen some of these times and beat Stewie Nationals. Um, I watched that pre the, you know, you're watching that and I was thinking this dude could really give it a shake. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, one thing you said to me and I I laughed because you mentioned something that Tamsin Manu said, I don't know which athlete it was in regard to, but you called me and you go, when Tamsin says this is just good experience, is she saying that they flopped?
1: (laughs) Yeah. I said, said, when Tamsin says, um, this is, yeah, this would be a great learning experience This athlete. Is that is that code for are they way out of their depth?
0: Yeah. So on the theme of this, just so you know, if you're listening overseas, Tamsin is an Australian uh, three-time Olympian who was working as a commentator world through this camp. Olympics. Go, you throw that. She was too world, into world into your champ. champ. You I still remember her shocked face on the front of the cover got, of the Herald Sun. That.
1: That's insane. Yeah. Um,
0: and I wonder, but in in saying all that, and cool. let's let's look glass half full. Jai gets the opportunity to line up in Paris in a couple of years' time. He's had the experience and the devastation of getting knocked out, not having the result that he wanted. Yeah. That's a situation where I think experience does work a world of wonders because mm. he's like, all right, I've been here before. Mm. I need to be aggressive, mm. maybe take a Pete yeah. Bolk style approach to the race. Yeah. I, I do think he's 23 years old. I, I do think with a couple of years under his belt, with one Olympics that he wasn't yeah. happy yeah. with, with his talent, yeah. that, he's, that he's, he's, if all goes together well,
1: yeah. there's no reason he can't achieve well, huge things. At I, the end. I'll say this. 12 months from now, he could go as far as challenging for bloody medals at the, 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 um, com games, not com games, sorry, the world title in a couple of years from now. Yeah. Well, that's how, that's how good he could be depending on what pops up. Like I think the 15, the bronze medals really wide open, which we'll discuss more in depth in a moment, but, um, but he's that good. And, um, but I just, I just, with his history, I read that he had three or so years off injured, um, like he knows that his body might not hold up for another three years of intense training. So yeah, let's hope we see the best of him. And we've seen a lot of good stuff from him already, but yeah, I was just 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 an athlete I thought um didn't quite live up to where I think he should have. But like on the flip side, like Ollie Hall, like yes. he just nailed it and his tactics spot on. Even the final. He ran a magnificent race. Like the shit the pace is on. And he just put the balls out there and and, and really set him up. And I know he finished 11th in the race, but, geez, he gave himself a a chance for a medal. Yep. Why not? Like, why not? You're there. Why race for 8th? And Stewie, and we'll talk about Stewie in a second, but... Oli just had a real crack. I was I was loving it. Oli yeah. is... A, I don't know nothing about the bloke. I know nothing yeah. about him either. Yeah. Oli, if you hear you this... You've got to ch- get him on your podcast. Well, Oli,
0: can you please check your Instagram yeah. messages because I've sent you two. <laughs> <laughs> <And> I, <laughs> I know, I, um, so, what... Uh, I really want to get him on. He's seriously talented. Like, well, he's, I yeah. think he's run a 332. Hmm. Um, but what I like about him, he's got a little bit of... um, He's got a little bit of Herb Elliott factor about him. I don't hmm. know what it is. He seems like a very... I know he's living in America... But he seems like a very traditional That's Australian. serious high praise, the, by the way. Yeah, well, I'm I'm actually referring more to his um more to his personality or the way that he holds himself okay. more than well, he's a freak of an athlete. It is yeah. some high praise. He's an yeah. incredible Olympic finals now, but um he just the way he, he seems very um. It's very, what's the word, conservative in the way he goes about business. Like, he came out for the Olympic final, gave a friendly wave, looked very yeah, relaxed, nice did. smile. I
1: thought that. I thought I thought Stewie looked a little wound up, I thought. And, sorry, we're going to cut straight to Stewie a bit yep. too, but yeah... He looked always, almost looked better than Stu. In that semi-final of Stu's, I think we're all holding our breath. Like, oh, hang on, Stu. Like, with about oh. 150 to go, I thought, oh, no. We're oh. Most athletes would fall off there and not get through, but... Stewie dug deep and held on for fifth.
0: Oh, well, this shows, This probably shows my next story. shows how much I'm travelling back and forth from Melbourne. But the night that his race was on, yep. I was, again, like Peter Boll, I was driving home from Melbourne. I was on the Westgate Freeway. I had my eyes on the clock. I had a magnet on my... I'm probably going to get arrested for this. I don't think you're about to say it. I had a magnet with my phone up on the car, just with the race playing. I pulled over into like a little pullover part. I got to watch Ollie. Uh, yeah, Ollie Haw. And I was cheering for him. I was like, this is great. And then, bro, uh, Stewie's race... On your marks, oh, no. the the Westgate tow truck pulled up behind me. No, sorry, a tow truck pulled up in front of me. And the I don't know what they're called, but it's like customer care or Westgate care pulled up beside me, had the megaphone. He's like, is everything okay, sir? You can't be sitting here. And I was like, I went down my window, I was like, mate, I'm, I'm fine. He's like, you need to move. I was like, can I wait five minutes? And he's like, you gotta go. I was like, oh,
1: Oh that's yeah. stiff.
0: So Where were you pulled up? I was so I was on Sorry, the this Melbourne for, for side. Melbourne people. I was on the Melbourne side, the yep. city side of the Westgate Bridge. Oh okay. okay. Busy um, through, yeah, very, very busy right, through right. there. Uh, Heading and, in, uh, inbound
1: or outbound? Uh, outbound. So it's coming back towards Geelong. And you're just on the side of the road in the I in just the... pulled
0: on the side of the oh, road. Jesus. I was yeah. like, I don't give a crap. Yeah. I'm watching. <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> that's how dedicated we are to <laughs> yes. this. Yeah. And uh, But and I must yeah, well I'll tell you what happened. Oh
0: well I had the I had the little phone up on the magnet. And then bloody Optus, I was going over the, uh, I was going over the Westgate Bridge. I had 150 meters to go. I was in the city, and it said, "Unfortunately, you don't have service." Oh, I was like, "Get stuffed, all I don't know because I could see Stewie like, really working hard. And uh, must have panicked. Oh, my dad called me on the other side of the bridge. Uh, service kicked back. He's like, "Did you see that? Two he's through." And I was like, "Oh, oh thank God.
1: God!" I thought he was gone. I think everyone oh, thought. I watched a replay, one. and I thought the same. But Stewie seems to hold his pace better. Like when he's going backwards, he doesn't. Probably like the final. Mm-hmm. He doesn't completely fall off. Like, most athletes, might have completely cooked themselves, but he didn't completely cook himself, and he managed to maintain, but he just got there. Really uh,
0: interesting. Uh,
1: really, uh, I loved it, but yeah. really interesting journey to
0: the final by Stewie. You don't often see people stick it to the field yeah. like Stewie did. And and sort of, I I respected the sense that... I loved it. I felt it. like he didn't take it. That food. was Herb
1: Elliott-like. Yeah, correct. Breaking him with... 700 to go. And I yeah. also
0: think a couple of weeks earlier when he, he ran his... Did he run 348? Yeah. He ran 348 for the yep. mile. It feels, yep. feels weird saying that. Um, he ran 348 for the mile. He ran the last 800 metres alone and I reckon that's done his confidence to run yeah. out in front yeah. the world of good because a lot of the time if you're just used to sitting in a field... Yeah. Um, you go, okay, well, this is just what you yep. do. But Stewie was left alone, then went on to break the Australian record. I thought, yep. that's probably
1: perfect going into a race like this. Another thing I just want to touch on, I love, Stewie was switched on, and and, and hats off to Nick Badeau would have been all over this too, by the sounds of it. Um, when you're the second heat, you, it is an absolute, um, I don't know what the word no is. No-brainer. No-brainer. Got to run, you, your seventh, the final's got to be faster than the, the first final. Yes. Bottom line, that's what I'm trying to say. Yep. And the first final, actually, semi-final was actually relatively quick. I think it was a 34 or 33 winner. Something like that. that. So it was was relatively quick, so it wasn't slow. Um, But Stewie knew that. Smart. Like, just basic bullshit. But he knew it. And he thought, worst case, if I slip into sixth or seventh for whatever reason, which can happen, all these boys are guns. Let's be honest. semi finals there's guns there right, and center. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're all within a couple of seconds. There's not much. So, you know, if a couple of boys had a real good sprint home, he had sixth and seventh up his sleeve because he ran, made the pace... Made it a fast race. They broke the Olympic record in that semi-final, and he still ran, I think, a thirty-two as well, and um, and he got in. So even if he slipped to sixth or seventh, he'd still be in the final. Like yeah. and that's just basic. I saw a few times that didn't happen, and like I think it was the women's five k. The second semi-final was slower than the first. I'm like, what are you scales doing? Yeah. And there was five places up for grabs. So you've got I think it's first five and then the next five fastest what are you girls doing? Like, Is this in the 5K? In the 5K women. Yeah. Um, I think I'm pretty sure the second heat, I'd have to double check, I'm pretty sure like most of the non-qualifiers happen in the first in the first final. And I'm like, you, if you're thereabouts, if you're thinking you're going to finish somewhere between, if you're not going to finish in the top two in your seven, like, if you're not a, a gun, I think you have to make it fast to guarantee yourself a spot in the yep. final. Because you can be... You can do this, that and whatever in the final, but if you're not there, you can't do it's, jack it's shit. So, true. so you've got to get in. So, so I true. think why why wouldn't you increase your chances? Just get the pace fast and then and then you could actually look at the clock to be honest. What's wrong with finishing? If you knew the time that you had to beat, you could finish seventh or eighth in the five K and roll in and just go, Oh yeah, i I mean the final save my juice now. Yeah. But maybe that is the thing. Maybe they don't want to try and bust their nut, but but yeah, I think yeah that just that's frustrating for me anyway. It
0: is, and can we can we just take a moment to acknowledge Jacob Jacob Ingebrigtsen.
1: What a legend! He he is he's a freak. Yeah. Like he just keeps going better every year.
0: It's blown my probably life. makes
1: sense. He you know he's got an 18 19, now he's twenty, and just whoa. It's
0: is it different? I was thinking um similar to what we were talking about earlier. You called
1: it. You said this, to see him in the semi final, and I looked back and I thought um. Well, actually, funny now. How do you did you watch the replay on the? I must on? have watched the replay because you yeah. told me about it. No, I did. I watched yeah. the replay the next morning. Okay. I got up yeah. and I watched it properly. But um, he in the, in the semi, I was like, "Ooh, this boy is just rolling." He,
0: and it's <sighs> it's amazing how a career can change quickly. Because I was watching last night, and uh, it was yesterday, the day before. Sorry, I was watching it on Saturday night, thinking if he doesn't win this, there's no guarantee that this legend that's being created ever gets an Olympic gold medal, and apparently. He's just a god in in Norway,
1: <laughs> rightly so. Well, with a 400 hurdler as well, holy moly!
0: He's got some stiff competition. I've never watched 400
1: hurdles in my life, but that was pretty special. When bro, you. can I ask it actually? Okay, I'm going to go to the hurdle question in a
0: minute, but the uh, Jake, that,
1: that, thats the race of the games, by the way. hundred percent. It's the race of the decade.
0: It's—it's—is it the greatest race of all time? What what Ooh, beats it?
1: Well, that's the question. But that record stood since '92. Kevin Young, I'm pretty sure it was, um, held it at a 46 seven, eight right before this year and that stood forever and I remember looking at that record thinking bugger me that's a hell of a record that's 30 years bro yeah and um, and yeah. to break that to begin with before Olympics I thought who the hell is this dude like these guys are freak but then I get to the Olympics and um, and the other boys are absolute jets as well and um, I'm thinking who the like who are all these dudes like can- coming along in the 400 hurdles can, can you explain something to me
0: yep the original world record was incredible. Yes, that's his his world record in Oslo to break the original one was off the charts. How did he take point seven again off that time? He his um, second place beat it by half a second as well. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, point point seven four, uh seven fourr76 six. What seconds. what's happened there? Like, what is the breakthrough in? Uh, is this what I'm trying to understand? Is how do you take so much time?
1: Of a four hundred meter hurdles. Well, it's funny, and and Benjamin, not only that. So Desantis was third. I've just, just re- got the results up here in terms of times. So Desantis was third. He missed the the world record by two one hundredths. Right, broke broke the previous one from start of the year with um, Kevin Young. Um, and so he's broken, He missed it by two. He got smashed in this race. Really, he wasn't near the two nah. front runners. Benjamin's run forty six one seven. Smashed the world record. And oh mate, forty five nine four. Um, I think, in terms of athletic performances, look, I'll be honest. Hurdles is not something I follow closely. No, but just in terms of how much he smashes. Do you remember like Felix Sanchez back yes. twenty years? Ago? He was a freak. He never broke forty seven. Like he never got close to breaking forty seven. Like, um, it's freakish. Forty five nine four is a good four hundred time. Not, it's not far off, like the Australian qualifying <laughs> for the Olympics in a four hundred flat. Um, so I would put it down. Is it better than Bolt's nine five eight? I think I'll stay with Bolt nine five eight, just just because it is the hundred. Um, it's up there. It's up there with Bolt's nine five eight. Yeah. It's up there when Johnson ran nineteen thirty two. And do you want to put it up with there with Beeman? Long jump record back in sixty oh. eight. He broke the record uh, at the time then, beaming fifty five centimetres. They couldn't even measure it. They had to get manual tape <laughs> out to measure it. Is that right? Yeah. The time. And the record, so he went from eight thirty five, fifty. So it's just an enormous improvement. Yeah. Johnson went from 1966, which was his world record. He just broke that yeah. Went down nine three two, so that was point three four. Um, and then Bolt ran nine five eight, which the previous record was nine six nine of his own for from- yeah the year before it so those would be that's where it's sitting i think i and i tell you a funny story so i'm working at home at the moment because of bloody COVID. and um <laughs> long story short lucky actually i'm very lucky to have a job so um but i um i, I actually saw that on the time i was like beauty i can't wait to watch this race this is gonna be some freaks roll around and um and just at that time i was just have i was just have a lunch and then i've got a few business calls and um next thing i and then i was like oh damn it i missed the race and i thought oh well, i'll just check later then I hear it's the greatest race of all time.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was Spewing. I hope he makes some sales. Oh, better.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah it, yeah, it was insane. That is. As like I I actually don't know his full story, but is he? How, how long has he been on the scene now for? Bro, like you, I have no idea about Hurdles. The I first time I ever follow heard hurdles, about him, I looked yeah. at
0: Dave McNeil's Instagram story. Yeah. He was sitting in the stands at Oslo. And this bloke had broken the world record for the well, first time.
1: I saw that, yeah. That's what got me into I've come up all the headlines, of course. I, yeah. I thought, if he broke that record, I thought, oh my God, who's this dude? But then when I heard like um, that he wasn't potentially going to win the race, like Benjamin was just as good. And I was thinking, shit, and this, and this DeSantis bloke was really good too. And I thought, this is something I've got to watch. But anyway, I didn't see it, but... Um, it's the 400 Hurdle Girls. Oh, I've uh, actually, Sydney McLaughlin. She's a freak.
0: And so is Lila Dal- Muhammad.
1: Oh, and and uh, Finky Ball. I love, love her too. Yeah. She's a jet.
0: It's uh, a freaks.
1: I-, I saw her in the, the, the Fanky Ball run the in the relay down. I just think, guys, you're a gun.
0: Again, I've never watched the 400 hurdles yeah. until about. What's with 400 hurdles
1: at the moment? <laughs> two two <laughs> months ago. Actually, makes you question. Is it the is it the shoes or anything they've got going on a bit? Like what's causing this absolute. I did hear Can't a bit. Of, I did
0: hear a bit was. of talk about the, yeah. um, the Japanese track, and I don't know well, if apparently it's a in very
1: that. fast track. Yeah, yeah. well, clearly. well clearly. clearly, yeah. Well, but, yeah, even if it clearly. wasn't, it is but, now. But but like the well, actually, no, the girls' hundred was spastically fast. Wait, so, they run nine six. No, ten. Six, oh, sorry, sorry, ten. ten six, one broke the Olympic record, <sighs> and that stood since eighty eight Seoul. She She's a freak. That cheeky. Did she
0: run the two hundred as well? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Nineteen five something. Twenty one five. 21, oh my Spastic god, spastically fast. Yeah, that is fast. And then I think I had five athletes, four or five athletes below twenty two, which is just So I wouldn't have even meddled. <laughs> <laughs> this has
0: come from a bloke with a PB twenty seven, I think.
1: <laughs> I probably wouldn't break thirty today. <laughs> yes, that'd be, actually let's we
0: could time that after. Uh, we'll we won't try, just try try and right, go no, no, no. Um, um hey, before we jump into the girls, I wanna I wanna just run by you. yesterday we had the men's marathon.
1: Yeah. I'm gonna go straight to it. Goat status. Kipchoge. Kipchoge yes has he gone past Gebra I think Gebra for me has the edge over Bichelli of goat status distance runner and what's distance runner are we talking pretty much 3k above aren't we
0: yeah
1: 5k above 5k to the marathon that's pretty much what we're talking here yeah so we'll leave Elgarouge out of it we'll leave Herbellied out of it all those dudes um so where's he up there with who's in who's in goat status distance runner because I bring this up because Brucey, our friend Bruce McEvania, who he is incredible yep. commentator. I think he's the best athletic commentator yep. ever. Mm-hmm. He's unbelievable. His knowledge, He's gets you so excited. He's not biased. He just ta- tells it how it is. He, um, yeah, he's incredible. Anyway, but let's. Um, I think in, in yeah in the race is Gebra, Kinonesia. I'm not putting Farrow in it because he didn't break world records. I need world records. Yep. I need world records. Yeah. Um, you need, you need just, to get in this club, you need world records. Yes. You need Olympic gold medals. Um, so who else is in there? We'll just, you could throw maybe a Bibi Bakila. I know a few people have compared Kipchoge to him. Yeah. He won a couple of gold. Um, back in the day, though, it's sort of a little bit, I, I get a little bit lost when it's that far away long ago. Oh, I'm
0: a bit the same. What's it? It's, it's people who are trekking into new territory.
1: Yes. Isn't it? Well, a baby fits that. Yes. He broke two world records, and when he broke, when he won, so he won Limit Gold and both in world record time, mind you, and we know the story of Barefoot, of course, at Rome. But. He ran in 64, he broke the world record by about three minutes. It was like two and a half minutes. It was very astronomical. Can you imagine breaking two and a half minutes of the world record now? I guess your name's Chipchogi, that's what he does. Um but yeah, I, I think you need to see, yeah, spot on, you need to see significant improvement. Yeah. And that's where I think Gebra gets the edge over Kenonesia. Uh-huh. Because Gebra's generation before, right? And he so when Gebra broke his he, he started with his the record was 1258 for 5k. By the time Gebra was done, 12.39. So, so I think it was, um, Sadawita had a 12.58. Yes. Geb went 12.56. And then he went, did this amazing run 12.44, I think it was. So it took 11 seconds or something, nuts or 12 seconds. off. What it. year was that? that he 95. 12... Okay, so it's gone back a bit, yeah. And then, and then, yeah, we know, um, Coleman ran 12.39, but then Gebra came back and ran another 12.39. So it's a huge improvement. And same with the 10K. Um, so he got it down to 26.22. I think oh, I try to think memory. I think it was twenty six was it on on uh, the Kenyon on Dickey? On um, um, he ran a tour twenty six five eight. I think when Gebra, I think when Gabriel got started it was twenty six five eight, I think. In he ran ninety three, I reckon. Um I'm just have to get the water records up. I should just Google it. Yeah, but yeah. um so anyway, but Tommy's done. He took about it took about thirty plus seconds off it. And then again, so Kenan Asia only took five seconds or so, only but five seconds off it, so it wasn't a huge progression. Um, so yeah, so it ends it long story short. I think just the way he just changed the game, Gebra did, and two gold medals, unbeaten at ten thousand from ninety three to two thousand one, eight years unbeaten. Yeah, unbeaten in the five k from ninety five all the way through, I think the early two thousands. Yes. Unbeaten at 3K for a number of years as well. Like he had it just stretches or just unbeatenness. So, Geb, I think it's Geb versus Chip Choke now. It's a good question.
0: It's a good and, question. And a
1: marathon. Well, marathon world records too, Geb. So, but I, I reckon Geb made a mistake. He should have ran the Mara at Beijing. And I'm not sure he would have did won he that. Did he win that for the 10? He did. Yeah, he did, I think. Yeah. And he didn't really give it a shake. Like he wasn't in, Kelly was well beyond him by then. Yeah. But he, was it. Because he broke the marathon world record two months later after 08. But he didn't run the marathon. And I reckon it his legacy, whether he would have won, because didn't old mate run 206 world record? Not world record, but like Olympic record at the time. Oh. Um, Was so it Wenjuri, I think it was. Oh, was, that's right. Sammy Wenjuri. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I don't know if he would. I don't think Gev, I actually thought at the time, Geb wouldn't have beaten him. He had a freak run that day. Yeah. 206 in that Beijing smog. In heat. Well,
0: in in your books, uh, let me let, actually let me tell you who I think is. I I want to put Kipchoge ahead of Gibra Whoa! And the reason. Tell me your case. Okay, so the reason I'm saying this is because in terms of, in terms of trendsetter, am there's a phrase for this. In terms of someone who's ploughing past it, What do you say? There's a. Uh, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like In terms of like who's gone to places never thought possible. So, where are we at with Kipchoge? So we've clarified that we're talking from um, 5k through to the marathon. Yep. We're talking about, well, I guess you could bring range of talent into this equation as well, which Gebra obviously clearly had. 17 years old, he came out, I remember me, new year 10, year 9, excited Paris, 2003, 17 years old, (laughs) he ran 12.53 to beat Bikili, and Al uh, garouge for his first world title. It's probably the greatest five k race ever. I remember us. Yeah, I still remember us yeah. getting excited I, for it I, w- w- I watch it, it
1: probably monthly. It's like a little bedtime story. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a classic. It, it's under. Well, it's uh, it had everything. It had everything that race. Well, to
0: was, be fair, so, I
1: actually don't know a lot about him after that for a few years. I, he went sort of not missing, but look, he, yeah. So the following year, he got smashed. Not smashed, but he got beaten comfortably by Al garouge and. And Bekele in the final, yeah. Um, he couldn't go with them in that last two hundred, um, and then he won some medals throughout that period. He got silver in in Beijing, yeah. Uh, but Bekele ran that most underrated five k ever, I reckon, in <sighs> Beijing when he ran like was it twelve fifty eight or something? Oh my 1256 gosh, Olympic record, and um, and yeah, he smashed them.
0: I think I think what I'm leaning towards, like it's, as when we're getting into medals, when we're getting to world records, it, it, like as I'm speaking, I'm like, oh, it is a it's a tough case for him to fight i think part of what i liked about him as well is in terms of bringing people to the sport i reckon i i, I don't know i want to say 60 percent of people say 65 percent of people would know yep. kip choge
1: yep. through that sub two hour so run he, that he did here you go so this is what he's done it's gonna back up so yeah he's gold. No 03 world champs he come he got bronze at 04 athens that's a long time ago it's 18 years ago yeah um but then he went. So he went fourth the following year. Mottram snipped him over for the bronze medal. <laughs> Mottram, that's kind of fame, isn't it? What
0: Mottram beat Kipchoge? Uh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Mottram got third, and wow, then uh, no. mate got fourth. Um, that was the worst coverage of that race of all time. Don't forget.
0: Oh, <laughs> Sorry, that's yeah. just another story.
1: Yeah. But then he got silver. So he got. He couldn't quite crack it again. Really, he got silver in 07. I think he got silver in in the Beijing. Then he got fifth in 09. So this is when he sort started to drift a bit. I think this is where I, I sort of lost track of him a bit. So O oh, fifth and then twenty eleven he got seventh at the world title. So it's pretty ordinary um, by that stage. And then he didn't go to yeah he didn't go to um to London Olympics. But then um, but then yeah he went on and uh, started the marathon. I think it was twenty twelve, wasn't it? Twenty thirteen when he ran his yeah debut marathon. He's just a freak. He's a freak. he's only lost twice. I think I think he lost last year. He pulled out, or, and then um, he got second in his first race. I think it was. Um, but they've all been like bloody fast I, yeah. and then his sub two projects were just and then he won 40, 159 no, yeah I don't care absurd. what people say
0: about this like if I ever hear someone say oh yeah but he had all that help and it was a perfect shut yeah, up he ran yeah, it like yeah. I understand and he's smart that, enough
1: but- to put it together yep yep, yep, yep,
0: yep. and I'm pretty sure yep. like in terms of uh, if we're talking business in terms of a marketing perspective hey yeah. well played sir yeah.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> can I just say I, I love this too when you've read Hot Form Chip three or four years ago probably peak form of his career right absolute freak show I love the fact that he used his noodle he used his brain and and put together a race like I know it's not official but put together a race that got the absolute best time best performance out of him right because you only get probably two or three years of your absolute peak you know Gebra probably 98 was his peak you know that was his peak same with Elgar Rouge 98, 99 were the peaks um I, I, I always never forget. I, I used to, As a kid, I read a book, Steve Scott, Myler, right? It's one of my favorite autobiographies of all time. And a uh, ripping book. If you, if you run out there, grab hold of Steve Scott's autobiography. It's a ripper. Um, long story short, when he was in his red-hot form, Steve Scott, like he was pretty much number one in the world in probably 82, 83. He was the best guy, literally getting winning everything at that point. Seb Coe was a bit injured at the time. Steve's over. I think was a bit injured, and Cram was just coming through. Cram actually ended up winning that eighty-three world title, which was amazing. And I think steve Scott didn't run a very good race that day. But so yeah, right right at the top of the tree. Long story short, he was in the shape to break the world record in the mile, but he didn't. I mean, his coach they didn't really stack the race and set it up for a world record. Like he talks about how when he ran that three forty-seven and just missed the world mile record at the time, he didn't like. The pace dropped for I think a couple hundred meters, and it's just enough for 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 him to miss the mile world record, basically. But he never really set himself up and just did just go, all right, yeah, we're going for the world record, and got John Walker to pace him, and got his other American mates, you know, to set the to set the pace for him. Yes. Compared to some other people who have really done their homework, set the race up. Um, this is always a bit of a sore spot for Australians too. Like we look back to the four minute mile too. That's- the English set it up magnificently. I got the two pace setters in. Poor old John Landy running by himself. But John probably had a bit of pride. He didn't yeah. want to get pacemakers. But the English did it better. John was just as good as old mate. And he could have done it. He could have broken four minutes. And clearly, he ran 357.9 a month later, what it was. So he had a 359. He just needed a little bit of help, like Roger did. <laughs> so true. And
0: I'm laughing because I just I had flashbacks to me and you at uh, Doncaster Athletics Track 2003. Got to meet our hero, John Landy sitting in the field. I, I panicked. The moment came. <laughs> I said, um, hey, good to meet you guys. Uh, like how you going? And someone's like, Oh you got a question whatever? I was like, Oh had the field to come second. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I I was fifteen and I remember thinking, Oh my god, this is embarrassing. Anyway. The race of the century. You go up to a blanker. How was it to finish second?
0: I panicked so oh, hard. No. I was like I just met the girl I wanted to talk to uh, and I didn't have any words. I know. Oh, uh, but
1: bro, sorry. Yes, anyway, long, long story, story short, short. I, I, I went on a bit of a dribble there. But no, it's good. It just yeah, I just think when you're in red hot form, take advantage. Like, get your best time. Then you got that PB forever. Then you can talk about the day you broke the world record or a national record, or we'll just run a PB. That's so true. I think when you're red hot form,
0: get it done. That's so true. Now let's talk about your your girlfriend of the Olympic Games, yeah. Hassan. I want to put. I, I, she she's in a category of her own. I also really? want to give a special mention in a moment to the girls who are racing over fifteen hundred, but. Can you just... So, you... I've never seen you fangirl so hard over, uh, over a 5,500 fan yeah. fangirl, fangirl... Yeah, fanboy. Fanboy over... Okay,
1: yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: it's over a, a over female a distance runner. Yes. Well, it's always been about <laughs> Gebra Slesi for us.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. I think she is... Other than, like, we discussed with Wah- Waham in the um 400 Hurdles... I think she's the the athlete of the of the meet for track, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who else? Oh, did you? Elaine Thompson. Maybe that's maybe. I'm trying to think. She was pretty unbelievable in that in the in this in the sprints. But oh yes, yeah. But I think you know, her treble. No one's ever done it. Ever done it? I don't think anyone's ever. Yeah, no one's ever got a bronze it's in two gold. No one.
0: Especially on that timetable. That's what freaks me. I know. So Just, let, let's talk about
1: the day. Was it
0: Pavo Nomi
1: yeah, he, um, he did the same freakish thing, a couple of hours and did them both. Yes, yeah. okay. So... Yeah, but that's nineteen twenty. in I know, don't, yeah. don't disrespect, it, it was unbelievable, but I think today there's more... The quality co- of The athlete, quality, more people yes. entering. Like, geez, Eastern Africa hadn't even discovered running, that they could run at that point. <laughs> that's um, a very good point. Makes uh, <laughs> that sure there's a spanner in the works. Yeah. Um, um,
0: so walk us through your headspace watching this chick, because yeah. did you know who she was at the start of the I'm going to call
1: it... Super Monday, and I know everything called super, but super Monday, that, this will be a day in history and athletics that goes down forever. So I was watching her in the heat, and she's cruising along as she does, yeah, 1500. This is about midday. Um, and she's just cruising right. And and this is going back to my point. She's back in the middle of the pack. This is back to my point on Risley and, and Joy, and that she dangerously sat back there. What happens? The girl in front of her falls over. Down goes the triple potential champion in a huge state, 360, 70 meters to go, bro. No one recovers from that. No, you can't. They're all sprinting by that stage. I don't care if you're, you're a Superman or who it, it is insane that she got up, sprinted l- like her life dependent on it because final, that, that, f- she wasn't at the final. Like, I, I thought, no, nah. no one does. No one comes back. She runs around them. I don't know what her, her split was, but it was, like I said, it was less than 400 metres to go, so it wasn't even 400 metres. And she rounded them all up and won the heat. Do you know how bonkers that is? Yeah, like, Yeah, I do. Like, it is... Unbel- it, it, it was... I've never seen them like it. And I know it was only a heat, but let's be honest, everyone in that heat has gone flat out in the last lap. It's hard to catch anybody.
0: And the fact that the rest of her opposition were at that time sitting at home with their legs in ice, getting massages... Take Because they had a 5,000 metre final that night. Just uh, what I'm most impressed with, not only the physical achievement of actually recovering from a fall, coming back, winning your heat, the headspace at the start of the Olympic Games to go, all right, this is what I'm going for. Knowing the timetable says before your 5K final,
1: you're running a 1,500 heat. But then like you said, so all her competitors are resting up, probably watching it on TV. um, To come out in that final... Hanging in there in that heat, in that tough conditions. Um, they ended up running, you know, a bit of just over 14 and a half, um, uh, 14, 37 or eight, whatever she finished with. Um, and 57 second last lap, oh. mind you. That's like, that's what the men do. Like, seriously, 57. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Gebra closed in 56 and a half, like at Sydney, like, you know, like it's, it's insane. Like, um, how fast she is, um, yeah, I, I, she, she's the athlete for me. Yeah, no, she was she a clear the standout games. for me. It, yeah. well, she was unbelievable. Well, I didn't um, get a
0: chance to watch her as much in in those two races, but I watched her ten k final, and I just I was just sitting there going, I wonder
1: how her legs are feeling. Out. And then and know, they took it to her. They took it. They brought out three baseball bats and tried <laughs> to build her. Like, and she just, I was watching. I was thinking, oh, any moment she could just break. She could just step to the side of the track and, and, and stand up, this is too hard, too much. You know, the pace was hot. That um, Japanese girl set the race gotta love people like that, like the Japanese girl who set the race up. Like she run basically 301, 302 for the first couple of cases. it just sets the race up beautifully. Yeah. And then Giday, um, she looks sensational. She looks I, I, I said to you before the podcast, she looks like Gebra Celesti, but better. Like yeah. with her technique. Like she's got the same uh, lands on a on a ball of a foot um, floats along air gets that bounce off the track like um, and but her arms look a bit more smoother than Geb's sort of all shop a bit with um, his arms but yeah every it, time the camera
0: p- panned out to like a side view obviously oh, this chick is
1: sensational yeah you see why like, she ran in 29.01 I know
0: like I know she's a freak of an athlete but the year
1: record by the way is just gone yeah, berserk since we were running
0: uh, yeah. you know back when we were competing yeah it's nuts it it's nuts. is it is yeah. really nuts um mind-blowing mind-blowing uh, race yeah. but
1: for her to actually but did you see after the race though can I just jump in she spent her cookies like it was awesome to watch like to see her how much how hard that was um how hard she was working to, to get that goal like it wasn't easy nah. um and oh god what a freak hey, she was an absolute
0: freak I um one thing I didn't love and I'm interested to hear your perspective on this g'day who, who took it out Feels so weird as an Aussie referring to uh, yeah is you, know. answer, uh, I think you know, it's, I'm sure it's uh, not something like
1: that I don't know
0: but, uh, but she she took it to her son she took it to this chick from Bahrain yeah. and then with about two laps to go she tried to wave him past and she looked a bit frustrated I was like sweetheart get stuffed this is the Olympic final and if I saw you do that I would not move them. I would be sitting right on your shoulder and every little bit of agitation that you feel I would be just celebrating because it's, it is weird like there's no we're not here to help each other I know in the marathon they sort of look after each other for a little while but in the ma- in the 10k um, when, when you're trying to win a gold medal there's no hey let, let's help you I want I want you to just make this a bit easier for me
1: yeah I, I saw that and I just said game set match yep. done Yep. She ain't winning no it was an amateur error even though she probably didn't have the legs anyway in the last lap regardless of waving or not waving um, but she just gave it away. But the funny thing was well maybe she, she she just showed her hand so that was I think it was three or four laps to go so it wasn't that close to the end It was close ish but it wasn't like for all she, you know and, and looking at now I think about it Hassan how hard it, she was looked distraught after the race like when you win a gold medal and you're laying on the ground, you know you're really hurting because I imagine when you gold medal, you should be so pumped up, like your tiredness would be washed away. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Um, so for her to be just lying in the gutter pretty much, Hassan after the race, how, hurt, how hard she had to go win. Like for all she know Hassan was this close to breaking and she just gave her the green light. Hey love, you're going to win the gold medal. That's pretty much what she said to her. Yeah. Like that was just amateur hour. That's not your Ethiopian teammate. That's your... your the, the monster as far as you're concerned yes, who's yes, going yes. to take away your gold medal who you could win um so she stuffed that up yes. so, yeah she stuffed that I, I i still don't think i think Hassan probably would have held on regardless but but you don't know do we it's like some of those girls i think you, particularly some of the east africans they have, they have that face you know with they don't look like they're hurting and next thing you know they stepped off the track i think paula Radcliffe used to say that like you can't, they look like they're, they're invincible oh. but the next thing they all just break. Well, I used to like, notice that when I used to train with Dua. Yeah. I mean, uh, Dua Yoa. Yeah, I it's just they he run.
0: always, he looked the most relaxed bloke of all time then all of a sudden he would just,
1: Off the back. Yeah, yeah. very rarely did that happen that yeah, I dropped him yeah, yeah, but there's a couple yeah, of times that. <laughs> yeah, 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 and no, I hear, I oh, hear, yeah. it's, yeah. Um, uh, the, the, yeah, so that was a, giveaway then from that point on I was just trying to work out whether the chick uh, was from Bahrain she yes. went, yeah.
0: I think she was originally Ethiopian I don't you know could, why I have, have that in my head, head. You're right. Yeah, yeah.
1: you're right I don't know much about her but I was just trying to work out whether she'd be able to outkick Hassan I thought surely not Hassan is the ultimate yeah. kick down at the end um, and and it was game over yeah, yeah. but so yeah she just got, she just showed her hand I was just like why would you do that Like, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that before
0: Oh, it, was, it was really interesting to see. See, there's a weird
1: things since the Olympics. Between yeah, that and see. pat patina, like, there's a few weird little oh, bloody ab- abnormalities. Bloody Jen her bloody Achilles off, did she? Oh, that was freakish, too. Oh. Yeah, that was terrible. I do not know what to think when I first saw her down. I thought, oh, what's happening here? Like, she's I actually did not see it.
0: So what, she was just on the ground sitting well, yeah, there? Yeah, she
1: was coming, I don't know what she was coming in the race, maybe 10th, 12th or something, mm. and she wasn't on her best day. And then um, was, the finish line happened, and I was just waiting for her to come down the finish line. I'm like, where is she? I can't see her. And I thought, what happened? And I thought, why would she pull out with only a lap to go? And then turns out she's probably snapped her Achilles. And is Achilles. that what's happened? So she didn't get to finish. And I think after the interview after was interesting. Like, she just looked devastated. And, uh, yeah, to do, have to do two Achilles. Oh, God. I hope she comes back. And she didn't mention road running. i would be very interested to see how she goes road running. I can't see be... why she couldn't be quite as good as some of those other girls. Like, she's tough as nails. She's tough as nails. And, um, like, Sinead, so can I throw her some love? Or Ozzy, sh- well, like, just to finish 10th. Like, we're in our 30s. Like, I'm 33, and, you know, and I'm thinking... I said, I texted you off the race. I said, bro, I think we've got 11 years to still have a crack at some sort of Olympic sport. Um, but, yeah, I know she hates it, probably, people going on about her age. But it's just so unique, isn't it? It really um, What is she, 44 years old? Yeah, imagine something. some. makes you think how many athletes. This is not. wouldn't be many, but there'd be a few athletes sitting in Australia right now, right, who are 33 years old, who are absolute Olympic potential, but they don't even know it. Yeah. There'd have to be. There'd have to be two or three. Just not many. It wouldn't be very many. But there'd be a couple out there who just... For instance, they, like a bit like Sinead. I think she did some other sports as a junior. I think it was, Let's just say soccer or whatever it was. Like So let's just say there's a couple of ex-soccer players in Australia now who could be 800-meter runners. They just don't even know it. Yeah. They, they could have been a 143, 800-meter runner, maybe an Olympic-type person, 144. It's a crazy thought. It's a crazy thought, so isn't it? Imagine, yeah, a crazy imagine, it? Well, there'd have to be a few AFL boys who... If they dedicate athletics, they probably would have given it a shake. I remember back in the
0: day, Shane Crawford was running around like one fifty-eight.
1: Yeah, that's right. Well, that's still a long f- way off it, but but yeah, decathlon or something like yeah. who knows? Like it could have been some interesting. There's some serious athletes like in yeah soccer AFL. Rugby, you know.
0: Yeah, well, even um, Benny Saint as well. Benny Saint was like the
1: twenty-five special. I think he was fat and chubby at twenty-five. Yeah, His own right. words, not mine. That's right. that's, I think he had a junior career. He though, did. Yeah. Cine didn't have a junior career she at all. I don't think so. Wow. I don't think much. She's got kids that, as well. She's got two. She's not mucking around. No, what a gun. Wow. Yeah, that is cool. awesome. Yeah. No,
0: that's that's shattering for yeah, she, for Jen. Uh, amazing for Sinead. Oh, um, quick
1: bit of love to Jess Hull and Lyndon Hull, and a lot of love. Ran magnificent. Talk about doing your best performance on the biggest stage. Both of them run PBs. Jess was was um, an Aussie record in the semis. Lyndon finished sixth in the final. Couldn't ask for any more, could you?
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. Wait, was it was it Lyndon was the Aussie record?
1: No, um, Jess broke it in broke Lyndon's in the semi. Did she? Yep.
0: Three, what did she run? and then Lyndon got it back in the final no
1: she didn't she, she ran a PB he ran 359 but just the whole oh, Australian record so as that's today
0: so I'm glad you pulled me up on that because I saw in the final that Lyndon had run a PB yep. and I thought it's interesting that they wrote PB but yeah, not a national no, record Hull so what did Hull run in the
1: 358 something wow yeah ran awesome it's a bummer break four loved, first time I would have loved yeah, incredible that, that is a great way to do She'd it had... I would have
0: loved her to, to do it on the night as well
1: yeah it's a shame too yeah probably right um, she ran big... well she just looked like she ran a bit of legs in that last lap yeah um we actually didn't even talk on Stewie as, as much as we like, but like, you know, I was so excited for the race, the finals quickly. Um, I was so excited in the fifteen, and just the way the race was set up for him. Yeah. I said to I was, was watching with because we're in lockdown here. I was watching with Cassie, and um, uh, I said and she's not an athletic fan. But I said this is the perfect set. Mm-hmm. He he's basically leading, but not leading. If you know what I mean. like the pace is red hot. Yeah. Um, what about your boy Jacob taking the pace? Like, Runs out a first lap. Like, just a smart unit. Man. That's just ridiculous. But then Chariot sort of just we know cherry loves the pace as well. On so he went to the front. Jakob had the had the absolute sit. But then McSwain had the second best sit. And um and then they for a second there you saw like the gap was there. I know uh, with about six hundred to go. I thought oh we are on here like just hang in, just hold on for dear life, Stewie. Because I knew I didn't think he's gonna beat those boys even before. Some people said he could win the goal. and I just thought oh. I can't see Stewie beating all of them. Yeah. That was my view. I thought he could sneak in for a medal. I couldn't see him knocking everyone out. I
0: gave him a nice little message before to let him know I reckon he can, can win. Yeah. And I believed it. Well, yeah. I just, he had to have the race of his
1: life. I had that race of his life, yeah. which he could have. He yeah. could have. I, I think Stewie didn't have his best week overall. I think he, he just he probably wasn't... I think the semi was a bit you know, a bit there, there you know, a bit so-so. And then the final, Like he should, if he was having his best week, he would have run a 329 equal PB. On that, lap. the race was set up for an equal, at least an equal PB. Yeah. Like, so and he didn't. He just faded a bit on the last lap. So I just don't think he had his best race, unfortunately. Yeah. On the
0: night. It's not a bad place to be, is it? Not having your best week and coming seventh. Seventh. Yeah, final. I know. And just held it. Like everyone who's heard him He's on the podcast, like, he just held himself so oh, well. What after a that, gun. so humble, so happy. Just uh, yeah. put it out there. Yeah. Six blocks were better than me. Gave it everything I had. Yeah. He literally can go home, sleep so well. No, all right. Gave it a little I loved blood. it. Yeah. I
1: loved it. He. Um, he yeah uh, he's incredible yeah. He, he he's yeah he's awesome I um I'll be I can't wait for him over the next couple of championship races too um how he goes like he, he could medal oh yeah it'd be mean, interesting see if he goes five k too I think he could do, it's a shame he won't do the double if, if the schedule permits like so far yeah I don't think he'd want to do what she did like that's no, that's pretty fucking, that's pretty tough <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I can't see Stu doing a the heat then trying to run a five k against Chip guy uh, oh. on that night but. Um, but yeah, no, it it was incredible, and yeah, we talked about Ollie Hall. He was freakish. Like they just ran perfect races. Ran it all, left it all on the field. They'll 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 like you said, they'll be able to sleep at night knowing that they threw it down. He didn't run to the back. He didn't mess around. He left it all out there. Like he yeah. he ran a time, ran three thirty one, and like I know it's different races, but they would have won every Olympic Games ever. Yeah, that's a up until thing. this race. That's ever. a scary thought. So yeah, I know that's 11. Yeah, I know. Race to set, but you know, what I'm trying to say, like it was, it was a bloody fast final, and that just quick, that, that British runner Kerr, he ran magnificent. He did run. He magnificent. Almost got silver. Me. Yeah.
0: He um, and he almost got run out in the semis.
1: The Brits have got a bit of resurgence.
0: Yeah, Jake White. Yeah. Uh, I'd
1: like to see her a relay four x fifteen. Aussie Australia versus Britain, Battle of the Ashes. For has that track. ever happened? No, I don't think it ever has happened. That'd but be awesome. Who would win? That'd be. Real. Who would win? Be interesting. Who would Australia's team be? You have those three boys, Giant. Who'd be the fourth member would be Gregson? Uh, Rambo. Not, nah,
0: I wouldn't say it'd be Gregson. probably Rambo right
1: now. Rambo. So. Uh
0: is that right? Who have we got? We've got so we would, Giant, we would have Stewie. four
1: guys on un- three thirty four and under. Was Rambo running three thirty four, didn't he? I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, he has run three thirty four. Did you run this We'll say, yeah, well let's assume he's run yeah. It'd be a good race. I don't know who'd win. It'd be pretty the Brits look pretty good too, just quietly. Yeah, true. Well, Jake Whiteman's run three twenty nine. Josh mm.
0: Kerr's now run three twenty nine. Okay. I don't know who else they'd well, got. Well they'd
1: probably be the favourites then, wouldn't they? Yeah. A good
0: race. Be a great race. Come on, should do it. Be interesting. Come on, lined yeah. up. Jake yeah, Whitman, I know you're yeah. a big fan of this show. <laughs> bro that was so much fun. Thanks that for coming so on. Much. What a talk- relief. There was a moment there where we thought we'd lost the audience. <laughs> so glad it's still here. Oh,
1: we could talk for hours. I do not think we touched on some things, but oh man, it was so good. That was yeah, fun. That was fun. Alright,
0: guys, make sure you uh, if you're listening to this, you like that one. Um jump over to Instagram, let us know, let us know who we missed or what you liked or your highlight of the games. Be interested to know in the comments underneath the uh, little ad for this episode. So Um, Hit us up over there. Otherwise, enjoy the rest of your day and we'll uh, we'll see you all next next week.